You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can I just say that I had to take ibuprofen to be able to wear a shirt this morning? What? Sunburn? Oh, your sunburn. Oh, God. I got a little I bit of that I didn't understand that. No, I was like, why? The, the sunburn that I, I – so <laughs> you have kids. Yeah. You'll get this. I don't know what happened, but I was lotioning up, and I, my wife got my back. We're at the pool, and something happened, and I just got distracted, and I thought I did my front. <laughs> yeah. And, oh. and like – I, I noticed, I'm like, man, I'm getting red, but I had 70 SPF on. That's usually good for the day. 70s. Right? Yeah, well, we're, you get kids and your mind changes about skin cancer. Uh, ah. So, like, everything we put on them is, like, as high as my wife can find. <laughs> if they make a 200 SPF, she'll find it, right? Uh, but I, I had all this on. white. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the sun all the time with no <laughs> sun tan. No, my, my son will still, my, my boy will still tan. Uh, but no, I, I just laid there like hanging out for hours upon hours and I came inside and I was like, I think I, I must've forgotten to, or I should have reapplied. I literally hadn't figured it out yet. And then by that night I could see like the fingerprints from where my wife's fingers are coming around my shoulders. There's like a random smudge here where there's like a, a total white spot and it is so painful. I haven't been this burn bad, this burn since we were like kids and we were in PCB and my parents like we're trying to reapply all the time. We ended up getting scorched and I had blisters. I'm, I'm headed that route. Literally this morning, I, I couldn't move with my shirt. I had to go take can, ibuprofen. A little, a little peak. Of yeah, it there. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like it's, purple. Uncensored. Right. You see the difference yeah, there? Yeah. yeah. Dude. I did that one line. time. I tried to get my own back and shoulders and it was like tiger stripes all down my Yeah. Side. I, I love the, the guys who like do it like artwork. They like intentionally, like they'll make an American flag on their back. Kid in a GW, right yeah, there. yeah, that's right. <laughs> Maybe I'll save my back for that, and then I'll just be shirtless at Send It Slam, walking around with the Go Wild logo on. Yeah, what'd y'all do? Oh, man. Well, I also have a little bit of sunburn going on. Oh, yeah. um, went out Saturday, um, took the boat out that morning, and then I had to go back into the firehouse that night. But went out Saturday, didn't even think about sunscreen because that's just not things I think about, and um, 
get off the water and I was on top of my knees. Mm. It's like that real weird sunburn because I was sitting for the most part in the boat. So like top of the knees are burned and then like I took my shoes off because it was hot out there. Top of the feet. Top of the feet. Yeah, but like the rest of my legs, not so bad. Top of the feet might be one of the worst places to get burned. Mm -hmm. Now you can't wear shoes. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then worked Saturday night, Sunday, and then Monday we went fishing yesterday. Um, And I was putting sunscreen on about every 10 seconds then. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the top of the knee. I used to get that on the kayak yep. when I would fish a lot. With yep. that, like you're just guaranteed to get it. Oh yeah, because you yep. know, you're constantly rubbing against it and mm-hmm. you know wiping it all off. And I also didn't use good sunscreen back then. Mm-hmm. Well, now, I'm hoping with yesterday's fishing trip, I was a little more mindful of it. So hoping maybe like the the sunning's evening out a little on the yeah. legs there. So. My, my wife literally does have a hundred SPF oh, that wow. we like we'll put on. And sure. even even then though, look at this. My Garmin tan came back like immediately. Oh yeah. Uh, um, that's so strong. Got that kind of one. Got that going for me. Keep that I'm sure you, keep that tight. Oh, I'm yeah. sure you do. I'm, I'm my my intention is to one day sell this as an advertisement to Garmin. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clip I want, that. Jamie clip that. <laughs> I want I want people to uh open their Facebook up and it's just like a display ad of Brad going like this. Like, <laughs> I, I never take mine off tell you what i'll make that happen for you bro. all right thanks man appreciate it <laughs> why is your five dollars to that there we go i just i didn't know if like jacob really did turn you down because he didn't want to hear what you're saying today he should you should did you all do anything outdoors i mean derek did yeah of course derek like if he has a waking hour oh yeah and he's free go. this yeah. morning before i came here i was loading all my fly fishing stuff i thought you were gonna tell me you went fishing already this morning no, which would be a very jacob I actually thing to do. Yeah. i considered it but now nah, i was throwing everything in the truck because thursday evening i'm hoping i can get out and do a little fly fishing but Ayo. so i'm always always thinking ahead where are you yeah. going uh probably somewhere really close to here uh-huh. that we all fish at so <laughs> I, f- I found some, <laughs> i found some carp uh-huh like in shallow water i brought the five weight though you'd be all right it'd okay. be fun man okay yeah i'm not saying it wouldn't snap it. i'll uh <laughs> i'll tell you where they're at do you have any carp flies uh probably little crayfish yeah yeah mulberries the mulberry hatch is going yeah, on they'll okay. actually eat mulberries so mm. you can mm. throw like a little purple hmm. mulberries i was, I was thinking there. like smallmouth, but we can do carp too there's smallmouth in there but oh, i'm yeah. not telling you where those are you'll have to find them yourself <laughs> i'll tell you where the carp are <laughs> sounds about right <laughs> I, i've never had any luck fishing for carp it's got to be just like a totally different yeah i, I mean they're it's a very cautious fish to begin with. Um, waiting in for them, they will they'll sense the vibrations in the water yeah. really easily. Makes and sense. you're talking about a creek. You can see this fish, yeah. and so it's very shallow. And so your approach and your cast it has to be very calculated. And you want to almost get them while they're mo- – it's kind of like bonefish. People call them redneck bonefish or whatever, mm-hmm. poor man's bonefish. Because you want to get them where they're moving so that you can cast up ahead of them and let them mm. get to your that's flies. That's your flies getting to I, them. Well, I didn't do it fly fishing, but that's what I used to try to do. They're, they're in, I mean, like massive ones yeah. in my uh, in-law's pond, which I also won't disclose because they, they do not like random people showing up fishing. <laughs> not my in-laws, just the neighborhood in general. Yeah, it's, the, the, it's like you have to know your lot number or something if somebody comes up yes, to you. Yes, you do. Um, just say a number. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> uh, they police it, which if I live there, I'd appreciate it. Um but yeah, they got some massive ones, and I, I never had any luck though because I didn't know what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, these are these are common carp uh, in that creek. Mm-hmm. Grass carp, you got to snag them. Like, yeah, it's it's the hard. Big ones. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to get. That's those what these to, are to eat. But okay. uh, a common carp will actually eat some crustaceans and and you know little bait fish type things. But yeah, those grass carp, you snag them or lucky speaking of less sought after fish on saturday we caught quite a few drum 
Yeah, those little freshwater drum. Yeah, and people usually don't like those, but they were they were oh, hidden. And did did you keep any? Yeah, yeah, they eat great. Yeah, I've heard that. So I'd heard they ate great. Looked it up after we caught them. People online were saying that they eat like redfish almost. Which yeah. if that's the case, uh, then like why aren't more people they're catching meaty. these? Yeah. Well, so what I know of those kind of fish, the rough fish, mm-hmm. the bigger they get, the muddier they taste. Yes. That size that you showed me mm-hmm. the picture of is perfect. Yep. Like yeah. If you're gonna eat them. So That's my true plan with is most things. Yeah. 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 I kind of or two. Kind of yeah. butchered. <laughs> I kind of butchered filleting them. Because we there we, was a good pun in there that you butchered. Uh, <laughs> oh, strong, <laughs> nice. <laughs> but because um, we also caught some catfish and some crappie that day, mm. and those were the priority. So when we got to the drum, it was like, yeah, catfish so, and drum must just hang out. Because Mike and I got like piled yeah. into. The yeah. we we were. Um, I don't even remember what we were chasing because I, I go up to yeah. near Mike and mm-hmm. um, every summer mm-hmm. going fishing with him again here soon, and uh, we had gone out and uh started hammering and we didn't we thought we had i want to say probably going for walleye walleye yeah, is what i think probably troll bottom we were yeah. we were in a uh river that meets out with the lake yep i know exactly and where you were because yeah. i fished there with mike too. i'm sure you have <laughs> i'm trying to be very careful yep. and respectful nope. of mike's privacy yep um but the we were on that outlet and uh it was walleye i was having a hard time remembering because we talked about so much different stuff and we ended up catching none of what we were chasing that trip we ended up leaning into the cat we're like dude we're hammering these things let's just keep them yeah and we caught the drum and mike was like well and and i don't mean to downplay mike mike's literally the smartest outdoorsman i know but he's like i've never kept these things mm-hmm. and i i guess you could eat them and I, i'm like i'm i'm pretty sure you can because mm-hmm. I, I had heard about it through some foodie and i googled it and i'm like dude we should be keeping these things yeah here. and we were catching the same size like five pound dish probably oh uh, the ones we were catching were a little smaller but yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so th- these were i mean these were big i've got a couple pictures of yeah. people creep hard enough on my go out profile and we were piling them up and they're super fun to catch the f- the they are a thicker mm-hmm. um i really redfish like the like the uh, it's not the same color but the consistency is mm-hmm. pretty similar like the the how dense it is yeah the tacos though that's that's like that's they the flake really good for yeah. tacos well yeah. like i said i i messed up with flan so my thinking is this go around i might just like throw them in a food processor and maybe make like crab cakes mm. but with oh. drum is what i'm thinking a little drum cake a little drum, drum cake so we're gonna maybe Hang maybe out. sometime this coming weekend try that and then go try to catch more drum nice man Heck so yeah that's cool yeah um i uh i just told jacob this over the weekend randomly i'm reading um <clears throat> kitchen confidential again i read it in so high school good. it is so good i read it in high school it's anthony bourdain's book mm-hmm. uh, and it's this it's the it's not meant to be this expose it's just about his life in kitchens and the uh you know he talks about as you were talking about, like, I'm going to repurpose this fish. It reminds me of the book where he's like, never order fish on Monday. Because yeah. <laughs> the shipments for fish come in on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yep. Oh. And, and he said, if you ever see fish soup, run. Because that's a chef who had fish in the cooler, and these coolers are getting opened nonstop, and, and the temperature's varying. And he said, they know that that fish is on its last legs, and they don't want to take a loss on the fish. Mm-hmm. So they repurpose the fish into something else. Uh-huh. And it, it, it's super interesting. Yeah. I mean, like, if you just eat out at restaurants, you'll find this stuff interesting. The other thing he was talking about is how if you are a, uh, a well-done person, you never get a good steak. 
Yeah. They save their bad cuts for the guy that orders well done because he, he says something like, if this yeah. dumb bastard wants to ruin a piece of meat, he's not going to get a good one. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can, yeah. He's not going to get the full flavor anyways. Yeah, here you exactly. Go. We're, yep. If we're going to cook this leather. to a lumpy piece of gray, you're going to get the worst cut of the batch. So Whenever Makes I sense. order a steak, I always order it. I always tell them as, as rare, rare as you, you can, can legally serve it to <laughs> me. Yeah. yeah, dude. That's Cut the, way the head go. and Yep. <laughs> Brayden, did you get into anything? Uh, yeah, so yesterday, um, my, my dad's an assistant baseball coach at the high school I graduated from, and uh, I don't know how much longer he's going to coach, so like we went up, and um, it's sectional time, so it's you lose, you're out, and so I didn't want to miss potentially, like, you know, yeah. it, I, I don't know if it's going to be his last season, but you never know, and uh, so spent the whole day with him, it was a great time, they actually won the championship, so they're they're staying alive and get them richie yeah oh yeah man They're people uh, people probably don't know that i worked with your dad before yeah. you worked for go wild so yeah. Braden's dad was a client of ours donovan worked with him too um yeah and i knew when i met Braden, i was like well even if he turns out to be an idiot uh you know he's at <laughs> least he from did. good. He, he, he turned out he's from good stock so he's at least a good guy it turned out he wasn't an idiot so uh the interview went well but um that that was like part of Braden's journey here is like yeah. I was like oh this is Richie's son I should I should at least talk to him so yep. yeah he's the man he is the man um and so huge then, baseball fan right oh, like yeah. your parents travel around to different stadiums if I remember correctly like, no they want to they that's want something to. when my okay. dad is working that's less, right that's like we were talking about this weekend getting out to Omaha it's yeah. like on both of our bucket yeah. lists like one day we'd like to take a week and just that's go cool. do that yeah. um but Louisville is actually a host site this year um, for regional, really? so um, it's going to be really cool. That's cool. Um, but anyway, so uh, Saturday got up and went out to Bumpy's Quarry and uh, fished like at 2 p.m. So like I knew it was going to be tough, and had just recently fished out uh, at Gist Creek and was like, okay, I'm going to try to apply what we learned out there and what they were hitting and i'm going out there this week i'll have to talk to you yeah or jacob don't worry about me i'll set up i'll put it on your calendar <laughs> yeah and uh and so I, the cool thing about the quarry is it's like this time of year crystal freaking clear like you can see yeah. the very bottom every fish and so i was throwing what i was throwing at Gist creek and like literally watched it hit a fish and like it just not care at all care. so we got out on the john boat and i switched i was i was you imagine out. what that's like like getting cheeseburgers thrown at <laughs> yeah. you you're just <laughs> like not even caring <laughs> you like don't even acknowledge no. get out of here that'd be like that'd be like if someone offered me a pickle like yeah. that's how oh, they were right. reacting that's right yeah <laughs> like, for anybody that doesn't know that's like the surest way to end we the conversation video out of that yeah <laughs> <laughs> you've seen people throwing the cheese at kids oh yeah <laughs> the craft single just like yeah smoking. sorry i, I just that's exactly what that was like, i'm derailing yeah. this entire podcast it's what it exactly was like though it like hit him right in the face and so i switched we got out on the jumbo john boat and jacob was like uh we were talking another day he's like you ever fish uh spinner baits and i was like not really but i feel like i should out at the quarry that seems like that would play well so i put just like a a white paddle tail on and started fishing like some down trees and there's like this weird uh, moss type it's like a reddish orange fungus moss thing on top of the water and bass fishing is all about transitions or whatever so i was throwing like on the edge of that and it's it would drop and i would let it kind of fall and that blade would kind of flutter hit a little mm. bit of that sun and go wham and so i was getting hit pretty hard there and on those down trees i probably caught like 
10 or 11 fish none of them probably over a pound but yeah. was with my buddy Still jordan yeah, yeah and he's not like a big bass fisherman i'm trying to get him into it and uh he actually broke the tip off of his rod on his very brand new rod on the way to fish with me and he he comes over he's like hey can you put this back on for me and i was like mm-hmm. no <laughs> i cannot <laughs> and it's a two-piece too so yeah. but I he could probably sure. take it back to where do you buy it i don't know Dude, Bass think, Pro kind of will go Walmart on the return policy sometime. You just take it over there and be like, yeah, it's snapped. Okay, I'll tell him. Um, but, yeah, so but we got we got him uh, on two fish out there, and that's always cool. Like, he's just pumped to, like, catch fish. And so he was like, D- let me know next time you're coming out. <laughs> so I was like, heck, yeah, man. And uh, he's, he's getting into it more, which is awesome. Um, but, yeah, that was pretty much my weekend. I just hung out with family a ton and – Savannah had a photo shoot up in Nashville, Indiana that we went up to and found some camping spots up there. Um, and then uh, the baseball game was up by Clifty Falls, which is a place that we're going to go camp. So that was uh, that was it for me. Indiana driving. Oh, yeah. I went to Top Gun t- – or uh, what is it? Top Gun Maverick? Is it, or? is it as good as they say? Bro. I heard it was like better than the original by far. I think I'm going to well, go to a movie theater by myself, no family or children, just like let's do it together. Enjoy it. Right. <laughs> <Stop. laughs> it was <laughs> share it popcorn. Was freaking awesome. For those listening, Jacob and I did hold hands. That <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is what real. You heard. Georgetown drive-in, not an man. added sound effect. <laughs> it's like one of the the last drive-ins in the country that like still operates. Uh, but it was just it was sick. We got there at like five o'clock for a nine fifteen showing so we got like a great spot and tailgated. hung out and tailgated it <laughs> and it was nuts man like i i'm not a 80s guy so like watching the first top gun i was like this is cool but like i have seen all these other you know amazing yeah. special effects and all this stuff but this one it's like real jets and serious stuff i mean it you're feeling it supposedly the whole it time. checks out like, like completely with the really? pilots yeah well, so tom cruise flies planes he flies jets my dad was telling me that they approached tom cruise to do the movie and he said i will not do this without val kilmer and really? the you know val's got this throat issue so um, they worked that in yeah i'll just say okay that. They, well so uh but i guess they did some artificial intelligence to kind of recreate some of his voice in the movie because he he has a really hard time talking now. So that's part of his character. Yeah, but I'm saying I I, I don't know what the character is. You don't have to get into no, it. No, I won't, won't spoil, spoil everybody. It. But apparently, like, doesn't he he does have lines, right? Like, yeah. He's oh speak, yeah. So, but they they had to use artificial intelligence to correct his voice. No kidding. They pulled thousands of hours of him speaking in the past and aged it a little bit, and then that's like so it's cool. it's his voice, but it's artificial. It's deep fake. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Because he, he apparently can't speak. I can't remember what he's dealing Maybe he had throat cancer or something. But, um, yeah. And, and I think he's got a hole. That, that's why he so wears the scarf. So he was wearing scarf. that ascot thing. Uh, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's huh. why. It's because it's covering that up. So, anyways, interesting fact. I have been, I have seen on Twitter that, like, this movie is what big screens were made for, though. Oh, bro. Like, like to be. Right I would watch it, like, IMAX. three times a week. I, I'm, I, I would say this to Zach. Uh, I would, Zach was like, oh, my God, best movie ever. But Zach also said The Joker was the best movie ever. <laughs> and I watched it, and I was like, Zach, that was a really good movie, but it was not the best movie ever. Like, it's not even better than The Dark Knight. And he's like, 
I bought it on DVD, and, and I like the. Yeah, I, I was like, wow, that's really committing to a movie because <laughs> nowadays I haven't done that since like 2013. I don't but, even uh, have anything to watch a DVD anymore. <clears throat> yeah, we we uh yeah we we have one DVD player left for the kids, but uh. Top Gun sets up better to be like best movie ever material because like you could sit there and just watch it over and over and over. Like it just it won't get old. I mean the the action in it, the storyline. Storyline's good. Oh my god. I'm excited. Yeah. I, uh, I'm not a movie person. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to the movie theater. You will love it. Toy Story 4. No, for a fact. That's Toy Story 4. <laughs> I took my kids gonna, to see it. That it's going to be a similar time. experience. <laughs> no, that was the last time I went to the movies. Mine was The Incredibles 2. Oh, that's um, a good one. I, I took my son first that's time. That's been a while, too, man. Yeah, it's been a long time. I mean, I, the more kids you have, the more difficult it is to go to the movie theater. So. Mm. Um, <laughs> Braden and Derek are fist bumping. It's kind of funny. We got this dads versus bros set up here. Um, so I went. We're going to start giving you dad lessons here. Yeah, we should. Have so, any, boys, what are you doing with your lives? <laughs> you go fishing down my way a lot where I'm from. Have you been down to like through Middlesbrough? Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I because I went through Middlesbrough to go to the uh, Watauga. Okay. Tennessee. So you know when you go through the tunnel. Yeah. So under that mountain is a area called the Pinnacle, mm-hmm. and as you can imagine, it's called that because it's on top of the mountain. Um, I went out there and rode the one wheel. Oh yeah. Up the Pinnacle, which was eleven hundred feet of elevation gain. So what's what's the grade like? What do you know? Percentage? Uh, I don't, but it's like I think it's uh, somewhere in the range of stupid. Uh, <laughs> the Not like vertical, I've I've done close. it on a road bike, and you can hit forty miles per hour coming down. I like terrifyingly. Rad. Uh, rad, radling <laughs> is what happens. The bike is you're shaking, dude. Like it, it is speed walk. It is yeah. freaking terrifying. I've hit the pavement at th- the pavement at 30 miles per hour on my bike before, and it brings you back a couple notches. Yeah. But I still have a desire I, to go that fast. I, it's so I would much fun. probably. Not, I literally went 38 miles per hour down this mountain on Coming a road down. bike one time. Nasty <laughs> um, so American fun. speed, baby. The the bike was rattling. Because I don't have like a five thousand dollar road bike. It's like a twelve hundred dollar road bike that doesn't even have like all the normal niceties that Jacobs would have. Not that you're riding like five. I'm just saying. Oh, no. This, mm. but this thing is. It was like rattling coming down the mountain. And I used to do it on my hundred fifty dollar road bike from Walmart. Uh, and I would not hit that speed. That's on asking that one. for death. Yeah, yep. I know. I've thought about. It. I'm like, if my brakes snap, I'm gonna have to lay this down like a motorcycle on this this thing. Because you're just. If you go over some of these ridges, you're you're a hundred yards rolling down in a switchback. Oh my gosh, it is insanity, night, dude. dude. And some of them, if you went over, you would probably drop for like ten yards before you hit, like because the road's up elevated. Yeah. But anyways, I did it on the the one wheel, which was not it wasn't scary, like because uh, really no. Um, those you felt like you could regulate the speed. Well, I, I I went, I got up two and a half miles of that kind of incline. I did it in twelve minutes on that thing. Because uh, I, I was going like twelve or fifteen miles per hour up the mountain. Because well, you can lean into that hill too. It's yeah, probably... th- that's where you wreck though. Is if you lean in too far, the nose hits. Uh-huh. That's how that dude. <laughs> there you go. You, Jacob sent me an article about a dude that died, and it that, the, it'll push back on you to tell you that you need to chill out. Yeah. And if you're if you're new to it, yeah, I could totally see that you wouldn't realize what that is. 
if you're if you're used to riding one, which I've been riding one for six months now, I'm like so basically pretty, a professional. Basically a pro. <laughs> I'm waiting on my sponsorship yeah. bills. To come in. <laughs> um, but the so I went up there um, and then coming down, it was crazy. I used uh, the battery recharges on this thing when you go down because it uses the friction from the brake. Uh, put it called a magneto. I don't it's know. Got a magneto. Uh, but it when it's you genius. Um, so I I charge my battery twelve percent on the way down the mountain, <laughs> which is Whoa. insanity. So I only used I went five and a half miles, eleven hundred feet of elevation on this thing, and I only used like forty percent of my battery. I went over and to the Cumberland Gap, so I went to the top of the mountain, and then I went to the bottom and rode over there, and I did six and a half more miles, and I still have twenty percent left on my battery. That's legit. I want to try is that so thing. So cool. Now. Yeah. I'm not into it, but I, I respect. I want you. one with like <laughs> knobby tires on. Yeah. I just well, feel like you'd so be surfing a, a mountain tire. bike trail. <laughs> yeah, it is. It, it's it's like I mean I haven't I haven't I've paddleboard. Uh, a little bit, and it's kind of like riding something like or that. Or snowboarding. Yeah, I haven't snowboarded either. So uh, people ask me, like, why did you get one of these if you've never done any of that stuff? And I'm like, I don't know. I used to skateboard as a kid. I sucked at it, but <laughs> it's fun. It's cool. It's but a really cool The thing. reason I brought it up was cool. I It was kind of cool. Like, Memorial Day, I was out, uh, and I stopped at, like, Fort McCook. Oh, cool. And there's this, uh, there's this cannon set up uh, where, and I was thinking about, like, how insane. Like, I just cooked it up this mountain on a freaking electric vehicle mm-hmm. on a pavement. But these dudes used to bring in cannonballs to the mm-hmm. top of this mountain to defend themselves. And it was uh, originally a Confederate holdout. Hmm. And uh, there was a battle that, and, uh, in the winter months, too. It was like this crazy battle on top of this mountain. And they lost this, this and it became Fort McCook uh, for the Union. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, to think of trying to get any amount of munitions up this mountain with no roads i have yeah. no idea how you do it did they i mean was it horses i guess I, I don't i don't know how you would get i mean there's a reason that you had to have the crumbling gap to get through these mountains <laughs> because yeah. yeah because this is i mean again 1100 feet of elevation in 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 on a smooth uh, road on a smooth <laughs> road but you're not going more than half a mile the longest stretch is probably half a mile the rest of it is like quarter mile yeah you know snaking up crazy. The, the ton of s curve uh, s bends and it, it so but it was cool memorial day to like go up there yeah. and see that yeah. and, we um, are softer human beings dude i'm oh, telling you if if you all haven't read uh derek you all read a bunch but um i, I just recently read beyond band of brothers mm-hmm. by dick winters mm-hmm. and i mean that book like will make you sick to your stomach on like how little you've contributed to freedom. (laughs) You know, it's like, I I didn't serve in the military and hearing what those guys went through in world war two. And and he was in the first wave coming in at Normandy, uh, like as a paratrooper. Mm -hmm. And he, he dropped in and for some reason, the army, it's amazing how inefficient the army was back then compared to now. Like you read like Jocko's books Mm -hmm. and then you read this and you're like, uh, you're like, Oh my God, I can't even imagine the SEALs doing something this stupid, but they, they had these, they, they had practiced and like trained. And then on D-Day, they decide the army decided that they would jump with leg bags. Mm -hmm. And so their rifles were in these leg bags and all their equipment was so in their leg landing bag. on this. No, they jumped out of the plane and they got ripped off of their leg from the force. Oh, they had never yes. jumped with these things. So Dick Winters lands and he has not, uh, his pistol was gone too. All he had at the last minute, he decided to put a knife in his boot. And he is in Im- enemy territory with just a knife trying to. Shut and he, up. And, and they've he, got machine guns. Yes. And so he forms this, He like one at a time is finding guys in the freaking dark. 
and he's finding his guys, and they end up putting a band together, and they start taking out these machine gun nests. It is the craziest without guns, beyond band. Well, no, they ended up they ended up uh, putting commandeering guns. Yeah, <laughs> basically, it's insane, dude. I mean, like it, it makes you Lord. realize how soft you are. And none yeah. of them landed where they were supposed to. None land of them. Either. I mean, you're That's talking thing. five miles away from the target. No comms either. Nope. nope. No. No. Like he one had, guy might have a radio. He finally found a radio guy. Yeah. That, and, but like you're basically wandering, and they would kind of like. A Holy. snowball, you know, they're eventually getting bigger and bigger as they go. But, uh, but like, how do you know you're a good like? That's a good guy over there. That's a bad guy over there. Yeah. Like, dude, oh it's it's unreal. So if you uh, if if just in the spirit of Memorial Day, which I know by the time you all hear this, it'll be a week later. But yeah. like that book, I feel like every American should be required to read about because we just you know World War Two was Hitler. Like we're stupid, you know. Yeah. At this point, like we're so far removed from it. Yeah. My kids, you know, even if, this is gonna be. World War One, as it was for us, by the time they think about some of this stuff. So. Oh, those those dudes are almost all dead, or like yeah. it's getting close. Yeah, it's crazy. If you haven't watched uh, Band of Brothers, the HBO special they made, it's incredible too. I haven't watched it in a long time. I probably watched it in high school, um, and I'm, I want to go back and, and watch it again. Um, yeah, I don't know where I can even find it. I might I might buy it like Zach in here and try to buy the DVD collection. That's I always how think I it's it originally. You think about those guys, like what they've seen in their lifetime. Yeah. Like they were probably looking at us just shaking their heads. Yeah. Most of them came up in the Depression, too, when they were kids. Right. Yeah. I saw something on like the timeline. If you were born like in 1920, Mm -hmm. like you were roughly 18 for World War II, Mm -hmm. and like you went through the Depression, and then you were in World War II, and like all this crazy stuff. All that stuff stuff stuck with them forever, man. I I really feel like. Right now, a lot of the kids, you know, like our intern here, it's going to start soon, um, coming into the job market during these crazy times will impact him for forever. Just like, I, I mean, like uh, my grandfather grew up through the Depression and to his death hoarded everything. Yep. Like, just like was afraid everything was, you know, you take care of everything because this might be the last one you get. <sighs> and there's definitely life lessons to take away from that stuff. So anyway, sorry to end on a uh, downer, but I do think – that book or any amount of like we owe it to the people that served yep. to spend some time thinking about that stuff mm-hmm. and uh, it's actually super interesting to think about how you could be speaking german right now if things had played out a little differently and it was close to playing out differently now, honestly yeah. all these uh, movies that you watch even like saving private ryan and stuff you don't realize how close there we were to screwing up and losing that war mm-hmm. yeah. it, it is really incredible um, how outmatched we were at times. I mean, Dick Winters. That sounds like you've read the book, or at least some. He's got a lot of material. I've out read there. Band of Brothers. Okay. I haven't read Beyond Band of Brothers. Uh, so Beyond Band of Brothers, uh, he uh, basically takes a lot of his memoirs and puts them into a narrative, and it's the stories not told there. Mm-hmm. Fantastic book. I need to. We, we need to inverse here. Oh, yeah. So I'll read the other one. Yeah. When we'll absolutely read, do notes. So um, we're coming down to an end on time here. So. Uh, we have Derek Tolls. I always screw. Is that right? That's right. Tolls. I always like, like in my head. Like a, I just like a bridge. I, I have like I'm I'm uh, I'm always self conscious about how I'm going to say it. I'm like, no, that's right. So we have Derek Tolls who served uh, on today's podcast. Served. <laughs> You're in that mode. Military mode. Join us. Spoke. We, we went and grabbed Dan. Dan showed up late. Yep. He's so the worst. Oh, it wouldn't be a good go out podcast if we didn't give Dan yeah, some he, grief. He yep. um, Derek's hel- helping in the warehouse today, so uh, we went and poached him since he wasn't shipping anything at the time. We knew he'd have a good story. We got Braden Ware, Jacob Knight, and I'm Brad Luttrell. Log it on Go Wild. Hit the plus sign. Hit Outdoor Podcast after log time. Thanks, guys. Bye. See you. <laughs>